Hello and welcome to Take 18, a podcast where we love to talk about the movies because, quite simply, we love the movies. This show is produced by the Central Coast Film Society, and my name is Daniel Laird, the executive director and founder of the Central Coast Film Society. It's great having you here with us today. It's great to talk about movies and uh, great to just talk about things starting to finally open up in this COVID worldness around us. Uh, please make sure that you check out some of our old podcasts. Uh, a lot of them are pretty timeless. We like to be timeless here, you know, as eternal as the films themselves. But uh, today we have a special guest. It's Kristen Howland, the executive director of the Central Coast State Parks Association, and they're going to be putting on a screening this coming Saturday. So that's why this is timely, not just timeless, but uh, definitely timeless to hear about what uh, the organization has going on for from here on out now that we're starting to kind of open up uh, all around everywhere. So make sure that you subscribe to us and that way you can find out when every single new episode comes out. And of course, like I said, check out some of the old podcasts. We've got folks from all walks of life here in the entertainment world. Uh, definitely, definitely check them out. Some really fun ones back there. And uh, I, I kind of miss it. When I'm excited that we're going to start ramping this up and uh, get some more podcasts out there. So throughout our podcast series, we don't only just talk to folks in the business about uh, their different jobs, be it uh, we've had producing, visual effects, uh, famous actress, and we've had stuntmen, we've had uh, photographer. I mean, we've got everything here. So um, it, we'll also be doing movie news, reviews, and all these interviews, and uh, even just talking about making movies in general. So that being said, let's dive into what we have in store for you today. Now, before we get into everything, we're going to be talking a little bit about box office news. That's right. We can finally start reporting some box office numbers again that aren't quite so sad. I mean, they're still a little sad, but uh, it's definitely getting better. So Memorial Day weekend saw a big boost for the numbers out there in the United States for movie going. Uh, audiences as more theaters, especially here in California's Central Coast, start to open up. Um, we saw A Quiet Place Part 2 and Disney's Cruella come out, um, and they were, uh, I got to see them both and got a couple of reviews up there as well, so I, I'll kind of touch on those briefly. But um, definitely A Quiet Place Part 2 was the big winner with uh, $57 million over the weekend, and Cruella got uh, $26.5 million uh, on, on Memorial Day weekend as well. Now, uh, but that being said, this current weekend, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, uh, that was definitely the one that came out on top with uh, $65.5 million. So definitely beat out A Quiet Place 2, falling into number two slot, uh, earning an additional $19 million. And Cruella came down to third uh, with $11 million. A uh, new movie to the uh, scene was the Spirit Untamed um, animated movie, and that got a $6 million rake in at the box office this current past weekend. I actually, and I did get to go take my kids to see that. They loved it, and uh, it, it's a great kids movie. So quick <laughs> quick review. Uh, it's a great kids movie. Um, they had fun going back to the movies and actually seeing something that they enjoyed. Uh, as a as an adult, as a moviegoer, as a parent, um, you may just just enjoy the air conditioning on this hot summer uh, day, going into the darkness there. Um, but the kids loved it, so that's that's the important part. 
uh, it's nice to see that movies are actually um, becoming a thing, and they're they they are moving up. Uh, in fact, um, there is the Peter Rabbit two. Uh, was scheduled originally to come out on June 18th. That actually got moved up to this coming weekend, June 11th. So movies are starting to shift around, and I think finally starting to fall into place to where they're where they're actually going to be coming out. Um, so uh, it, it it looks it looks promising, and you know now that the vaccines are out and everybody's getting uh, uh, their shots and the numbers are going down, I think we're just going to continue to see things kind of get back to normal again um it's going to be interesting to see though uh a lot of the films are still slated to do the in theater release as well as the uh uh on demand or streaming service and that seems to kind of be a popular way to go and i don't know if that's going to go away i think that may always be a a new feature um and I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, to be perfectly honest. I, to me, of course, I'm, I'm kind of a diehard. I'm, I'm the guy that wants to be there on uh, midnight screenings, which they actually don't even do anymore. I, I wonder how many of you guys actually have um, stayed up till, you know, 11, you know, 1159 they, or 1130. They let you in the seat. Uh, to sit down and you know 11 59 the lights go down and and at 12 o'clock that's when they can start showing the the movie um and i remember I, <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm having a, a flashback here and i just want to tell you about my stories um i remember actually being so excited for the midnight showings and it was like a rite of passage it was like you had to be the ones that stayed up late to go see these movies and it's going to be the you're going to be the first one to be able to talk about it the next day and but now uh, I and, you know, after I, I lived on the East Coast for a while and I, I got a lot of friends there. And I, of course, I was always annoyed that right when I was going into the theater, they were coming out. And so they would uh, they would text me or call me and be like, oh, my God, you don't know. what would, and I'm like, sh sh stop, stop. So that was uh, <laughs> that was one of the little disadvantages of being on the West Coast uh, during those times. But now it's um, it, it's weird because. Now the preview, you know, the, the 12 o'clock midnight thing is moved to Thursday at 7, which, you know, it's like, well, it's just a normal, it's just a normal uh, uh, thing. It's not anything special. You didn't have to work hard for it. I feel like with the midnight shows, you really had to work for it. And, and again, it was like a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I stayed up till 3 o'clock in the morning watching the new Lord of the Rings movie. Um <laughs> And, but yeah, so, uh, you know, that's it anyways, but I, I'm sorry about my tangent there, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see that movies are coming out and, uh, everything like that in the theaters. Um, there's a lot of good stuff coming out on streaming as well. You know, of course, uh, everybody's kind of gone to that streaming thing. Disney's got, you know, they've been hitting it out of the park with their Marvel uh, TV miniseries that actually ties into the MCU and you know I guess that's that's a midnight thing you know uh, y you can stay up till midnight but you're still in the comfort of your home and your PJs and you don't have to worry about what other people are <laughs> doing around you I like the tangible like uh, the just just the excitement of being there with other people and everybody's excited and you just feed off of it it just becomes a feeding frenzy of, of energetic uh, energy <laughs> energetic energy yeah um, it just becomes a, 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 a lightning atmosphere. Uh, and, and I think that experience is just, you can't get that at home at all. You, you gotta go out 
and experience it. So I, I, of course, you know, once you feel it's safe to do so, I do, of course, always encourage to go out to the movies. Um, because uh, I'll tell you another, this gets into our review of, uh, I went and saw A Quiet Place 2. That was my first movie back into the theaters, kind of as everything's reopening here. Um, and I saw the movie, you know, they had everybody spaced out and they, you know, every other row was closed off and they had to make sure like they're they're doing a good job of making sure that everybody's safe and and i i highly applaud uh the theaters for doing that i go to the local regal uh here you know it's you know it's a big chain but they they're they're doing it right they're doing it safe um but the experience of going there and seeing uh the movie was was awesome and it was kind of interesting especially with the quiet place too where John Krasinski, the um, it's the actor who most people know him from his work in The Office, uh, the the show. Um, he directed the first one and starred in that, and he's doing the same in the second one. But he comes on with a message before the movie and and actually is thanking uh, people for coming back to the theaters, and it's just kind of a, a surreal moment to sit back and and go, wow, you know, when when the director, the filmmaker, is coming on to just say thank you for coming back to the theaters. It, it's, um, it's pretty telling. And, uh, that's the way that we're going to get things back on, on track too, with, um, having movies come back out into the theaters and, uh, and having the studios, you know, solidify their release dates. It's, uh, we just got to be, be safe and be able to go back. That's all. And it looks like that's happening. So, uh, A Quiet Place 2, like I was saying, though, I went and saw it, and I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much from being at home. Uh, I, I will be honest and say that, because when there's the scary parts and tense parts, you know, you can hear gasps, uh, you know, behind you. And, and, it, and it definitely builds on what your emotions are and what you're feeling. So, again, uh, I, I'm, I'm so happy that movies are back open again and I encourage you guys to go do that. And to do as many film screenings in person. In fact, we have a screening coming up. Uh, well, not us, but there is a screening coming up on this Saturday. And uh, we're going to be talking with Kristen Halland. And we'll talk about that screening and much more here in just a moment. And we are now joined with Kristen Howland, the executive director of the Central Coast Parks State State Parks Association. Sorry, Kristen, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. And um, I, I I've kind of been looking over like what you guys do, and and you know it's one thing to go on the website, but I I I I love your mission. I love everything, but I want you to be the one to tell everybody about that. So tell me about yourself. Um, what are you doing with the CCSPA and and uh, all that fun stuff? Yeah, so I am a San Luis Obispoian, uh, born and raised. So, of course, I am very attached to our parks and resources, parks and open spaces here on the Central Coast. Um, but I uh, came back from a little stint elsewhere to join the Central Coast State Parks Association as the executive director. And it's so in line with where my passions are. And I'm so excited to be a part of the team and support the mission um, and to support our state parks, of course. So um, we do, we're, I mean, I guess you would think of us as like the PTA of the California State Parks. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So we help fund all of the interpretation and education and volunteer efforts on, in the state parks here on our central coast. 
So that's all the way from uh, Ragged Point, San Simeon area, down to Osofuaco Lake. Wow. So two full districts of the California state parks here. That that's a and you know and that's a lot. It is definitely you know I live here in San Luis Obispo County too, and and but I was I was born in Santa Barbara County. I'm sorry, um, but uh, <laughs> we you know it, it's 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 amazing the amount of state parks and just places to go and see out here um, is what it is. But so tell me specifically though, so what makes you different than what the actual state parks are? Because we, everybody knows going to the state parks and everything here. What is it that your organization does that's a little bit different? It's a great question. So, you know, everybody, you know, kind of goes, well, well, you're state parks, right? Well, no, we're not state parks, but do we work very closely with state parks? Yes, we do. So um, we are uh, directly supporting state parks in their interpretation and education efforts. So, uh, those incredible docents and volunteers and state park staff that are giving campfire programs or hikes in our parks or the interpretive signage that you might see on the trails or possibly going to the Spooner Ranch House and going to see the living history programs there. That's all um, programs that we help fund and support. The uh, Monarch Butterfly Grove, when you go there and yep. you purchase items from our Monarch trailer, you're directly supporting the state parks. And you're directly supporting those volunteers and state park rangers who are helping to educate about the Western Monarch. Yeah, and I actually I live right down the the road from there, so um, we go there all the time. The kids love it. it it's you guys are awesome out there. Um, you know, with, with the docents and the monarchs, it, it's a really really fascinating place. Um, it is an amazing, <laughs> and beautiful, and special place. It is. It really truly. <laughs> Yeah, we're hoping that will come back. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, yeah, of course. Um, so now, tell me about you. You put on film screenings and things like that. Tell me about how you kind of started that and and where where you're going with it. Yeah, so you know, obviously, we're always trying to reach out to a different audience, and how can we do that? What's the best way to get people's attention? And so, um, you know, I'm a park ranger by nature, so this isn't exactly my area or expertise, but I'm willing to throw out the net and see what I can catch, right? <laughs> right. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm trying all kinds of different things. But one of the things we um, kind of joined in on when we, when we um, well, when I say we, Alyssa, Imagine, and I were the um, kind of took over the reins from the previous um, executive director mm. and membership and events coordinator um, in 2018. And it was the second a year of their Wild and Scenic Film Festival, which is amazing and beautiful. Um, and so we hosted that two years in a row. And they're wonderful films that are um, very much in our open spaces and talk about nature, but they also talk about conservation and education and why it's so critically important that we care. Um, so they get a good message out there and it reaches a broader audience. And so we really loved that. But part of our thought process was, gosh, you know, we really want something that's a little bit more meaningful and drives it home closer, makes it a little more relevant to our central coast. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had this wonderful meeting with Haley Nimendal uh, from Slow Motion Films. So she came into our little office on Napomo Street um, back in the day and said, you know, hey, I'm looking at doing this and I'd love to partner with you. And if there's anything we can do to help you with Wild and Scenic. Um, so we kind of started our relationship in partnership then. And then, of course, as we rolled into the pandemic, um, yeah. we had to figure out ways to, again, reach an audience and keep them engaged. And we decided to go ahead and try virtual films. And we 
took a chance, and Central Coast Brewing Company allowed us to do our first in-screening of public trust um, there at their lot outside in an outdoor um, setting. So oh. we had 70 people comfortably spaced, and it went over really, really well. So um, it's been a fantastic experience, and now we have our Get Outside film series, and um, we have Playing with the Sharks coming up soon. So. That's Yeah, that and that is fantastic. And, and so... You 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 adapted, <laughs> you know. Yes, we did. <laughs> you adapted quickly, yeah. And and there was a, there's a lot of stories of that that happened out there, and um, but it was successful for you, right? I mean, you still had folks there. coming out, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, of course, we were all starving for something to do and <laughs> right. something that was a little bit normal, and you know, and so it was really well received, and you know, it was scary to do something um, during COVID, but. We were confident that we could do it safely and keep people safely spaced in, in an outdoor setting. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. And um, that was one of the things is like we don't want, you know, we want to still connect with the community. We still want them to, you know, be a part of uh, everything that's going on, especially being outdoors being that's something that you know was still <laughs> was still open uh you know and getting out there and doing that so um yeah that's that's great that you're able to do that so but you've got uh this film coming up playing with sharks tell me a little bit about that oh my gosh this film is incredible it absolutely blew our staff away when we previewed it it is um i mean it's got romance it's got suspense it's exciting it has an incredible message i mean it's everything you want in a film yeah um so it was really fun to be able to show that film and it is called playing with sharks and it's the life of valerie taylor a pioneer scuba diver and she went from spear fisherman to shark conservationist wow and kind of explores the relationship between humans and sharks and how it has evolved over time there's definitely some moments where you get pretty sad at what we've done. Um, but it starts a really good conversation. And I think awareness is the key to making change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's that's one thing that um, documentaries like these really kind of uh, hit home is is being able to tell the story of whatever their subject is, any part of the environment, uh, be it animals or um, habitats or anything like that. And, uh, telling the story, I think is really what, what's, um, more genuine with getting a connection with the audience and, uh, just making that true story hit home. And so it sounds like this has got a little bit of both of that, both with, um, Valerie and then with, uh, the actual animals themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, you know, I think, uh, tangibles and intangibles, as we talk about in, in universals, those are kind of uh, terms and in interpretation um, when we're talking about nature and trying to translate nature to layman and how do we do that. And, um, you know, these universal thoughts of home and family and all of those things that connect us and make everything relevant to us. Um, this film really explores a lot of that. And um, it does make it really relevant and it brings it home for you um, and really does make you care. Um, and then we have some incredible speakers that will that will address, um, you know, how we can continue to help and what are some quick things that we can do that, you know, because right now there's so much coming at us and there's so much doom and gloom. But really, there's there's some positive takeaways that we can do that are simple things in our life that we can make changes that will help, you know, improve the ocean 
uh, improve our environment, all of those wonderful things, and right. get us out into parks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and um, you know, another thing that I was I was uh, looking at is that you it's you have a, an in person, but was there an online virtual ticket as well? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We know that there's a lot of people who are still not completely comfortable being in a crowd, and we yeah. understand that. Um, and maybe they can't, um, and that's okay. So we've got the virtual available for people as well. And the great thing about the virtual is if you're working until 9 o'clock that night, well, you can still watch it at 9 o'clock <laughs> that night. So <laughs> you yeah, have until midnight. That's great. Yeah, Or, you know, like with me, if I have got little kids. Well, that being said, my daughter right now, she's five years old, almost six, and uh, she is absolutely obsessed with sharks. Um, and so, oh, great. Um, yeah, she, she loves it. And, uh, she's got, <laughs> I, I shouldn't even admit this, but she's got two little stuffed, uh, shark dolls that she has been running around with and she loves it. Granted, she's also singing the Jaws theme song as she's running around the house with them, but you know, she's still, she's fascinated by him because we went down to, uh, the Santa Barbara, um, museum of, uh, natural history. They have the, the sea yeah. center there. And she got to pet, you know, touch a shark down there. And uh, it's it just being in person and, and, and having those connections. It, it's amazing how quickly that that sparked interest in in kids. Um, so I, I love being able to get out there and just uh, making those connections early on. And, and it really, I think, leaves an impression. And it sounds like that's what you guys are trying to do as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why, you know, the Museum of Natural History in Morro Bay State Park is such an incredible place. And we get to open up July 1st. Oh, um, wow. And great. what a wondrous place for, for people of all ages, really. Um, and we've got some great interpreters there that really are into the marine environment. But they also talk about the cultural heritage and they talk about the birds. So there's wonderful experiences to be had um, in, that, in that space as well. And, so and is, that, is that so you excited. guys that run that, that museum space? We run the gift shop there. Okay. So, again, any of the sales there support the state parks, but gotcha. California State Parks runs the museum, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you guys really do work, like, side by side on everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, no, and that's another place we like to go up to, and they've got, the like, that rock cropping that you can go take the little trail yeah. up to the top there. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's really, really a neat place. Um, it truly is. The view is just absolutely spectacular. Yeah. And just every time I walk through that museum and look out those big windows at the bay and the estuary and the rock, I'm just floored. It is gorgeous. Yeah. And, you know, like like you said, we're we're locals. We've seen it our whole lives and it's it still is yeah. uh, quite a sight. So definitely if, if you haven't been there, go check it out. Um, I, I, I do recommend it. Uh, and so do you have any plans for the future? I mean, it kind of looks like there's a light at the end of the, of the COVID tunnel here. Um, do you guys have any big plans on the horizon? Oh, yes, we do. We are so excited. You know, it's always nerve wracking to, to plan a big event, but um, we have a big fundraising event kind of in our on the back burner for the Museum of Natural History because we are doing some renovations and upgrades there in conjunction with the California State Parks. But we are also holding the Mas Monarch Masquerade Butterfly Ball on October 23rd at the uh, Octagon Barn for the Land Conservancy. Oh, wow. That's fun. And, yeah, we are so excited. It's all uh, celebrating arts and culture and monarchs. And we plan to have dances, and um, we have the Mother Corn Shuckers playing for us, and we will have the Civic Ballet. Who are, um, we have a wonderful donor from the Coastal Awakening who is sponsoring the um, or commissioning the 
uh, Civic Ballet to do a performance at the event as wow. well. So we've got some wonderful things in store for that. Wow, that's so cool. And any more uh, film screen series coming up? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we will continue to have Get Outside Film Series uh, throughout. The next one, I believe, will be in the fall. Haley and Gracie are working hard through the summer with some other events throughout the country. So when they um, are back on the Central Coast again, we'll be able to host gotcha. another one. So we'll do one in the fall and again in the winter December area. And um, obviously, as we move into winter, we'll be able to host some indoors um, so we'll find a great venue. Wow! To yeah, that, that, that's—I mean, it sounds like fun. Uh, yeah, I'm—I'm uh, I'm really excited for you guys, and and excited for everybody who's finally able to start kind of actually thinking about having events again. Um, yeah. You know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's great, and I'll—I'm—I'm uh, I'm so excited for you. So now, here's the really important question. Where can we go to get tickets to go see everything, be it the the movie or the uh, your your Monarch Masquerade and all all the fun stuff that you have planned coming up? All the good stuff. You can find everything at our website at centralcoastparks.org. And then you can also um, go ahead and give us a call at 805-548-0390, and we'll be happy to help you there and direct you uh, to any any resources as well as answer any questions. And we are also selling tickets for the June 12th events of Playing With Sharks at There Does Not Exist Brewery, which is hosting, graciously hosting this event. And they also have created a beer uh, for the Central Coast State Parks Association. Wait, they created a beer for you guys? Yes, they did. We love Max over there at There Does Not Exist Brewery. They're absolutely amazing. So you can pick up your four-pack of beer. You can get your tickets. You can join us there. Um, It's absolutely fabulous. Okay, so if there's beer, do you guys got food too? We do. Right. We have Corazon tacos that are going to be there. Um, so we will have food and beer. We also See, have some of our wonderful merchandise there at the, at the event. Well, that's well. all. See, you had me at the beer just because, you know, I'm a beer guy and uh, making a special beer. But then you had me at tacos as well. So, I mean, there's, I, I yeah, I'll, I'll probably see you on Saturday. <laughs> and bring the kids. I'll have mine there. So oh, very fun. good. A- excellent. <laughs> excellent. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, best of luck to you with all the events. And it sounds like it's going to be so much fun. Oh, it's going to be absolutely amazing. We're so excited. So please join in, give us a call, and uh, we're here for you. All right. Thank you so much. So with the onlook of events coming out, uh, we are very excited that we have actually begun our process of coming up with more events and screenings coming up. And uh, let me tell you guys, uh, there's some big stuff in, in the works. But of course, since everything's kind of uh, still fluid out there, we're still working on it. We're still trying to finalize some details. And of course, once they're finalized, once we get the green light, you will be the first ones to know uh, what is going to happen. And it's going to be awesome. I am really excited about some of the things that we've got planned for you. And, um, it, again, I like, I just want everything to start going because I'm so excited. I am thrilled with some of the things that we're going to be doing. And I, I can't wait to, to tell you guys. And, and it's killing me that I can't even like mention it because I don't want it to just all fall apart. And then everyone would be really sad because I would be really sad. <laughs> but anyway, so stay tuned. We've got lots of events coming up. Of course, you can always keep a lookout for announcements and uh, on our Facebook, Instagram, 
uh, sign up for a newsletter. But of course, the best way right here, take 18 and you get to listen to everything first. So I want to give a quick highlight uh, recap of something that we did not that long ago, just about a month ago. And that's kind of why we were a little <laughs> a little behind on our Take 18s. Um, we actually were putting on a student competition, a virtual student competition. It was our first virtual event that we ever did. And uh, it was the Never Stop Creating Challenge student competition. And it was a total success. I loved it so much. And the amount of talent that is out there in the Central Coast uh, students, just and this was just high school was amazing and it was really inspiring to see all these kids come together from everywhere um they were all over san luis and santa barbara counties and uh, we had over 100 submissions and it, it was it was absolutely amazing to see all the work that these kids are doing and um, we heard back from a couple of teachers as well and it was really just heartfelt uh, gratitude and uh, for them to say thanks for putting something on but I really I'm just like thank you for for letting us get these kids talent out there because w right now in the COVID world we you know we don't want these kids to kind of get swept under the rug you know they're doing amazing work and and they deserve to be shown um, it, it really was it, it, it I mean inspiring is the word that I'm I'm looking for here as I'm looking for words but inspiring because they went out and did it. They they overcame all the obstacles that was coming their way with COVID and, and you know, restrictions, lockdowns, quarantining. But they still went out and they made great pieces of work that really resonated. And be that we had different categories in filmmaking and editing and screenwriting and uh, photography and then podcasting. Uh, the the photography students were phenomenal. The filmmaking's phenomenal. The writing, of course, it's great. And and there was a uh, editing is amazing in, in all that. It's they really really uh, hit hit it home. And I was I was impressed every single step of the way with how they created all that content. Um, it's something that is passionate because that's something I did uh, as a kid. You just, you just don't stop. You don't stop. You just keep going. Keep making the the products um, and getting basically just putting lead out in the air. So um, I just want to say congratulations to all the winners out there. Uh, you guys uh, everywhere from San Luis Obispo to Dunn uh, School and um, uh, Central Coast New Tech High. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, so so big congrats to everybody um, that did it. You, you guys are, are rock stars keep going and we definitely want to keep uh, going as well and doing events like this in the future and uh, each one of those uh, winners in those categories uh, just got hundred dollar checks so they they're they're feeling pretty good about it right now so I, I'm I'm saying congratulations keep it up keep going and never stop creating <laughs> And that's a wrap on this edition of Take 18. This has been a production of the Central Coast Film Society, a 501c3 
charitable organization official signed, sealed, and delivered. <laughs> so that means we can't make this show or anything else that we do without your generous support. So please help make a difference uh, and, and help us support this show, help us support the events that we do with the kids and, and giving them awards and everything like that. Uh, just help us help the community. You can do that by making a donation or even purchasing a membership or just come and attend one of our events that we're going to be having very soon. Visit our website, www.centralcoastfilmsociety.org for more information. Of course, that newsletter, social media, just just connect. And that is the best way that you can become a member. It doesn't even take you much. Just say, I am a member of the Central Coast Film Society. And poof, you're there. But of course, giving a little bit of money never really hurt anybody. So thank you for coming in and listening to us all the way to the very end. Take 18 is just growing and we're having a lot of fun. Everybody seems to be having a great time. I'm having a great time. Hope you're having a great time. Our guests are having a great time. So let's keep it going. All right. So thank you so much. Uh, We hope you uh, will tune in with us again very soon. And thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support that you're doing. Even listening to us this far, I know it doesn't seem like much, but it is really helping us out and supporting us. So thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed. And that's a take.